For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Luke 12, 34. There ain't no practice runs in life. That's right. This is Two Generations with... One Mission. My name is Jason Dyes alongside... Kiki Culpepper. And this is not a test. It's the... Real thing. We're changing it up a little bit. If you only knew how much we were changing it up. Do you want to tell them why we're changing it up? No, I feel like you're much more passionate about yes, the situation um, at hand. All I did this morning was forget the most important part of our equipment, the... Microphone. The microphone. So, we are doing this from... Yes. Rinky-dink iPhone yeah, 6. I, I wish it was a 6. It's actually a 5C. Five. Um, but we do have a backup microphone. So I did remember that because I always have it with this. Hey, the name of the show today, it's Four Gospels with... One Truth. And so you're going to hear about it today. But before we do that, I want to send a quick shout-out to my Oakwood Reengage group, you know? Don't be concerned for his marriage, though. <laughs> yes, no, every 24 years. And wow. we've talked about this before. How blessed you and I feel yeah. that our parents are still married. My parents are still mm-hmm. married. Uh, Doug and Janet, they're still married. Um, but I've got a really cool group looking forward to this 16-week journey with all of you. And I encourage y'all um, to listen to the ChristCast 2020 because... He's going to be giving weekly updates. Shameless plug there. Uh, and it is... Uh, well, they mentioned it, the, the thing about a church, uh, Watermark Church. Like, they have a great podcast. And I didn't say... So do we, um, but yeah. now I'm now I'm saying I also want to send out a quick prayer request to my buddy Kiki here. She is the Stuco president, yes, Madam President, and you're doing a lot of. I'm doing a lot of homecoming planning. It's a little less than a month away. If y'all want to come out to the football game, it's October 11th at 7:30. Come out and support Wildcats because it's homecoming night. It's my senior year. We need to make it. Go big or go home. That's right. And I got to tell y'all, one of the greatest sporting moments I've ever witnessed live was the famous homecoming, last second, Hail Mary to Brayson Rudd. Yes. To watch that crowd just go crazy. It was was amazing. And so if you haven't been out to Wildcat Field, it is a very, very cool football experience. And if you've never seen six-man football, it is a fast-paced, fun fun game. It is not anything alike. Yes, it is nothing like the boring game the NFL has become. And I say that because I'm bitter about my favorite team losing their (laughs) best player. Hey, we're going to talk about this today. You'll hear some people that are skeptical about the Bible point to the fact that there are four different Gospels. Why didn't God just give us one book that everybody could read? Well, there's a very, very good reason for that. There's different people in the world, first of all. Absolutely right. And so the question, why did God give us four Gospels? We're going to give you our top. Three reasons. Yeah, top three reasons. So, first of all, in John 20, verse 31, it says, But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And that by believing, you may have life in his name. And so, the first reason is to give us a more complete and better understanding of Jesus Christ. Because he's kind of talking about, like, it wasn't written just by one person. It was written by four different people, but they all had the Holy Spirit in them. So they're all still going to get a different perspective on the same story because multiple witnesses is better than one witness. Absolutely, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. For instance, there are 15,000 books and counting about Abraham Lincoln. And I think Mr. Fink has probably read all of them. But (laughs) that doesn't keep people from exploring the life of Abraham Lincoln, finding new things to talk about. And so it's the same way. And in that way... 
God wants us to keep reading, writing, and even podcasting about him and his son because the best way to reach all nations is to keep talking about him. Because if we just stop talking about him, that's not doing what God wants us to do. He wants us to go out and make disciples of all nations so that everyone may be redeemed in his name. Absolutely true. Now, he doesn't want me to forget the microphone ever again, uh, but we're going to keep we're going to keep podcasting. In Deuteronomy, Kiki just talked about this. In Deuteronomy 19:15, it says, "A single witness shall not suffice." So, in our second point, it says to give rational and skeptical people a chance to evaluate and nitpick yep. all the accuracy of the story. Because again, four people, four different stories, more witnesses is better. Absolutely. Uh, the example we talked about off the air is the analogy if Kiki was on one corner, I was on the other, Janet was on one corner, and Azo, the doggo, the official dog of the Christcast 2020, and we all witnessed a little fender bender in the intersection. We all witnessed a car accident. Correct. However, we saw it from... Different angles. Yep, and different perspectives, and that's what we get in the Gospels, because when you read through them... You know, like we said, the first three are synoptic. They have mm, kind of things in common. Yeah. And then John is a little more... He's like a step up, yeah, almost. Uh, a little more detailed into who Jesus is. Um, this is one of my favorite quotes in the Bible. It's In some Bibles, it's called letters in red, things that Jesus actually said. And the, uh, the Pharisees are trying to trick Jesus into being a traitor against Rome. And so they say, if you're the king, mm. then what about Caesar? And Jesus says... Render unto Caesar what are Caesar's. And what is unto God the things that are God, which is Matthew 22, verse 21. That's kind of like separating it because God's on a whole, kind of like John is, he's on a whole different level than the rest of them. And so our third reason is to provide those who are already believing in his word a personal understanding with Jesus the man because he wants a relationship, not a one-way side of where we're just honoring him. And that's why I tell people a lot of things, you know, I know the words change. Some people, when I was young, we would say things were cool. You know, now, now people say things are chill. You know, I think Jesus was so cool. This is one of the best answers. You know, I'm, I'm big into Socratic debate technique. And of this is one of the are. greatest answers you will ever see to a tricky question. When you're a diligent reader of the Bible, you're going to make your own personal discoveries. By example, as you know, um, I'm traveling this week to go give a speech in Clarksville, Tennessee. We're actually filming this Tuesday yes, rather that's than right. Thursday. We are. So. We're, we're recording on Tuesday, which is, I think, one of the reasons I forgot the microphone. My routine <laughs> gets thrown off in my old age. Um, we say, old age. He is the gold. I am the gray. And I've always wondered about that story on the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus speaks to 5,000 people. Because you cannot get 5,000 people close enough to you to be heard. And so I made a discovery in the Bible that I cannot find anywhere else. It is my own personal pet theory. You have a theory about the Bible. That the reason the Beatitudes are said the way they are, blessed are the poor in spirit, for you shall inhabit the earth. And I think that the first row heard that and just passed it back. And that's why they're enumerated that way, because there's no way for all of those people to hear the same thing. Now, that's just a theory of mine, but it comes from studying the Bible, again, diligently, and you do make your own discoveries. Like sometimes, yeah. you, I'm sure, have you ever read, reread a book? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've read many books. <laughs> More than once, yes. And so that is a cool thing. Hey, when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about uh, the four gospel writers and some things that we already talked about kind by of like review. bullet points, like yep. a summary of each. And some things that maybe you didn't know about them. Um, because, yes, again, they're most recognizable names, I believe, in the world. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, even the most amateur Bible person. Those are, like, basic names. Yes, go to any Christian school and you're going to find... <laughs> Even if it's not Christian Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I did not go to Christian school, and my name was all the misspelled Matthew. Hey, <laughs> we're going to do it all. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Jason, and you heard Kiki talk about it. Kiki is the president of the student body out at the Christian Academy. Don't forget to support the New Braunfels Christian Academy in Wildcat football on October 11th. Always a fun time. Six-man football, a lot of fun to watch. And if you ever want to hear our podcast, just say, Alexa, play. Christcast 2020 podcast. All right, let's talk about Matthew. We've already discussed that he was a tax collector and a cheater, but that doesn't make him an irredeemable villain. <laughs> None of us are. Kiki pointed this out when we did the Gospel of Matthew. It wasn't just that he was collecting the taxes for the hated Romans, but he would take a little, little bit of extra. Yeah, like little, little tax collectors were. <laughs> As long as Rome got their share, Rome didn't care how much more they took on top of that. Yeah. So they could add, say, like, if tax is 20, I could charge you 25 and I get to keep the five. Keep the five bucks. Go downtown and see a movie in downtown Capernaum or something like that. <laughs> um, but he was also what a lot of people need. What you need to know about being a tax collector, it required being a diligent record taker and that skill is brought into tremendous use because he recorded some of Jesus's sermons like the aforementioned Sermon on the Mount word for word. He also must have had a good memory though. I'm sure he did yes and he was able to write read and write a number of different languages yeah. which certainly helped however. And, but the only perfect person God has ever used for his purpose is Jesus is even Jesus. though Matthew wrote everything down he was working with Jesus yeah. and through Jesus. And it's another great example. It doesn't matter where you've been in your life. It doesn't matter what you've done in your life. Uh, I had a good friend that we talked about last week. He's uh, the, uh, talking about going to church. And he goes, I feel embarrassed about going to church, Jason, because I once got arrested. And I said to this person, so? uh, Jesus was arrested once too. So yeah, there you boo. go. Yeah, you got mm. something in uh, common with the Savior. The most but we important. are not the same. Trust. Yes, we're oh not the same. Gosh. We know uh, from our review of the Gospel of Mark that he was. He was a wealthy and young man. Yes, yes. He was very... I would say thirsty for knowledge and thirsty for adventure. I think that's probably a good part, and it's a great way to put it, because he went on an adventure with Paul, and we're going to hear about Paul coming up after the Acts of the Apostles, and Barnabas, and he goes on a mission trip with Paul and Barnabas, and he gives up. He actually leaves, he basically. He just pieces out. Yes, peace out. I'm done. I'm going back to the crib. I'm done peace with out. this, you I'm, know, walking I, around, getting stones thrown at me, getting threatened with death. It's like, I'm not for this, this life. Is not, I'm no. peacing out. I got out. a nice life back at the house. I'm going to go back with the Xbox and chill with my peeps. Well, uh, I think we've all, you know. We've all felt kind of like that, but God's work isn't pointless. Even though it may seem pointless at the time, God, only God can see the bigger picture above everything else. We can't see the little minute details Jesus is making us work through. But there are 
he planned out every single thing that we do. We're here for a reason. We're talking for a reason. You're listening to this for a reason. God wants you to be listening yes. in a way. Even on our little tiny thumbprint of a microphone, we're still going to do the show must go on, as they say. Uh, we've all felt like the stuff that we're doing is is pointless. We've all felt like, you know, there's a reason I haven't been talking about how many people listen to the show. I, I went back and checked. The One City Under God show that you're familiar with, the one that I did before yeah. this one, when we ended that show, it had 12,946 listens total. I went and back checked yesterday. Four years later, it had over 30,000. And wow. so this show is not just about today. It is for all time. And so Mark, wealthy and young, and it actually led to a big split between some of the early disciples and early apostles who They're didn't think... Different who didn't think that it was right, then he left. And you'll see those same divisions in the church sometimes. Hey, you know from our uh, discussion of the book of Luke that he was? A physician and a historian. He was a smart dude. Very, as Kiki said, he was a very smart boy. Smart um, boy. But what you might not know about Luke, because he's not going to tell you, no. he was incredibly humble, which is something I struggle with. I he think actually, everyone struggles yeah. with. But he accounts for one-third of the New Testament, but never mentions his own name. That's why it was so hard to track who wrote each book. Yeah, right. Because it was probably Luke, but he just didn't say anything. <laughs> we only find out about that later in the New Testament when we piece together who he's talking to. And kind of like writing styles, yeah. almost. And that helps, too. And how he wrote. Writing yeah. in Greek. Not everybody knew Greek. Um, grace humility and patience, all the things that I'm terrible at will win the victory for God's kingdom. We don't tell anybody they have to listen. We don't charge anybody to listen to the show. We just do the show. And then finally, John, the apostle John, the disciple whom Jesus left. He was the best. Yes, he was in the inner circle. And um, before Jesus, um, it is widely believed that John was actually a follower of John the Baptist and very likely Who thought. Ever, a lot of people thought was yes. the Messiah yep. coming already. Yeah. Even though he knew. He's like, no, I'm it's, not. It's one of my favorite scenes in that movie I always talk about, the <laughs> miniseries Jesus of Nazareth. Um is when the apostle, I mean, the, John the Baptist looks up and sees Jesus coming and says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, whose sandals I'm not worthy to tie. And of course, John the Baptist and Jesus were cousins. And That's so interesting to think about, that they is, were yeah. cousins. Yeah, and of course we find that out in the book of Matthew in no place else. And so... Even if you've followed the wrong person or the wrong training, like... If you've been idolizing or haven't been mm. following God, don't feel like you're not worthy to you follow are. him. Jesus will want you to come, and he will welcome you with open arms. If you're going to a church that doesn't welcome you with open arms, that's not a good church, church to be going to. That's right. That's the wrong church. Um, uh, we always talk about this. that It's not Jesus just waiting for you. He will actually run to you and embrace you and welcome. Prodigal son. The prodigal son, one of my, my favorite parable in the whole Bible. You know, Kiki and I, we are just tossing digital seeds out into... Mustard seeds. Yes, out into the world and hoping that they will grow. It only takes the size of a mustard seed to grow a whole tree. A whole entire tree. And that's why they sell seeds. You can't go out and buy a single seed. They sell seeds in those little packets, and there's a bunch of them, because they know when you toss them into the dirt, 
a portion of them are not going to grow. You just know that. Then the seed, the seed parable as well. Yes, and so we're going to There's keep, a lot of parables. Yeah, a lot of parables, and we'll try to get to as many as possible on this show. But we're going to keep tossing those digital seeds out into the world uh, next week, ideally on a better microphone. But we'll wrap it up with John twenty-one twenty-five. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. And so John wraps up his gospel. That's the final verse in the gospel. Good job, John. Yeah. He's basically saying, we saw so many things, we can't even write them all down. Yeah. We can't even write them all down. And um, It's hard for our brains to fathom, it but is. it's so simple for God. And it's also important to remember that John is the only one um, who survives. Uh, he, he dies of natural causes on the island of Patmos. Everybody else will get to know Stephen, and we'll get to know Paul, and we'll get to know all these people who went to their death because they simply would not retract the claim that on the third day that tomb was empty. Absolutely. Hey, my name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. You've been listening to the ChristCast 2020 and to God be the glory. There ain't no practice runs in life. This is not, this is not a test.